0: hey everyone and welcome to the world of small talk where we have small conversations with deep implications i'm your host nate pearson and i'm ronald taylor And we outtake the bloopers on the show um, in hopes that one day we can sell them for a profit. <laughs> no, <I'm> just... <laughs> Bring all the profits. Oh, man. All the profits? Jonah? Mm-hmm. Amen. <laughs> well, not a Jonah, because he, he was racist. Yeah, he... he... I never thought of it that way. He really really was. Oh, no. Jonah canceled 2022. (laughs) (laughs) This is not going to be great for the VeggieTales franchise. This is for you, Ninevites. (laughs) Even when Jonah didn't believe in you, God did. Oh, my goodness. Mm. All right. Well, we made it here. We are weathering a storm or at least Ronald is. He's got mm-hmm. shelter though, so he's okay. Yeah, as long as I have internet, we'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> so if um I guess if he runs out of internet you'll never hear this. So Ronald, if you can say anything right now on the assumption that this won't make it to the air, <laughs> uh choose your words wisely because <laughs> it like may the, still get posted. <laughs> it's like the podcast cuts in 15 minutes.
1: Like man, that's a short podcast <laughs> yeah, Ronald's no longer with us. Uh,
0: I think I, I think I heard a, a freight train before the podcast. <laughs> went out. just like this huge like siren noise, and all of a sudden, nothing. Uh, well, I have a question of the day that came from a submission. There is actually several, but they're they're just too vast for us to tap tackle. In one episode, so I'm going to randomly pick one, and we may address some more in the future. Eating All the right, money mow it. Yeah, we're kind of okay. All right, <laughs> I think we're just gonna go with is soup a drink because that interests me, and I don't know the answer to it because what classifies a drink or a beverage?
1: Well, I think it just Fun depends fact. on. I think it just depends on what kind of soup you're eating. That Does it? Yeah. So, like, if you're eating, like, miso soup or tomato soup, like, you can drink those because they're liquids, but you can't drink, like, a beef soup, (laughs) you know? Like... What's the difference between... Because there's solids in it. You're eating it. You have to eat it with a spoon.
0: There's ice in a cold drink.
1: I mean, if you're drinking the broth itself... There's marshmallows
0: in hot chocolate. Is I don't it put a soup? Marshmallows in hot chocolate? But a lot of people
1: do. Yeah, but they're so not do they- they're not drinking the marshmallows. They don't say, "Hey, you want to drink some marshmallow?" No, they say, "You want to drink hot chocolate.
0: Do you want to drink hot chocolate with marshmallows?" <laughs> like, I mean,
1: like I guess you could say it that way. Cuz if you're eating ah. a soup, you're not eating like for me, I'm not eating the soup for the broth.
0: I'm eating the soup for what's in the in the broth. Like the sustained. You say that, but Olive Garden has chicken and gnocchi soup, and the broth is just as good as the contents of the soup. But never have I ever had the chicken gnocchi soup <laughs> at Olive Garden. Oh <laughs> no. You've never had that. And Are like, you like a salad so, guy at Olive Garden? Well, I
1: like their um their Zupa Toscana. Oh. So but, you're not you're not basic. So like I, if I'm eating a soup, I may drink the broth at the end of it, but it's a rarity for me. Like I usually just eat the
0: soup. Like call me a monster if you want, but I just eat the soup and then I'm done with the soup. I don't drink the broth. Hear me out. There's an Olive Garden breadstick that you dip into the cheesy broth and you eat the breadstick that way. And so you're just
1: eating enough breadsticks to sop up whatever broth is left for you? I mean, there's a limit on the breadsticks for me. I'm not going to eat six breadsticks but just see, to get rid of them. But see, even in that, you are it's not a beverage because nothing about that is you drinking
0: anything. Well, on a different note, there's someone <laughs> coming to my house right now from Olive Garden because they heard me use the word limited and breadstick in the same <laughs> sentence, and they are just – coming to assassinate me (laughs) at this moment it's over i I love you guys (laughs) so like you
1: know i don't drink any soup and so it's not a beverage for me but i know people that enjoy drinking broth and so like at the end of your soup when you're done eating your soup then you can drink the broth and the broth itself is a beverage or tomato soup can be a
0: beverage or miso soup can be a beverage. What's but the, the soup difference between tomato soup and tomato juice? The 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 viscosity of it, the thickness. The viscosity. But mm. then again, how come your aloe water, whatever you mentioned last week, is considered a beverage when it's got a th- more viscosity?
1: I mean, that's the same thing as talking about
0: orange juice with pulp. <laughs> <laughs> like, okay. So I, what I'm hearing is there's no answer <laughs> to this. It's just whatever you want it to be.
1: No, because I mean like if you're if you're drinking aloe water like you don't have to eat the aloe pulp. You just you're just drinking it. And so like tomato soup I would like did you ever see those little cambo the Campbell's to go things? I don't. Do you remember those? I think I want to know about they, those. That sounds kind of scary. It's like, well, I think they, this is probably like an early 2000s thing, maybe. Um, <laughs> Definitely. But it was like this, like this soup to go that you could buy from the store and you would just stick it in the microwave and it looked like, I'm trying to think of what it would look like today or what you could buy. Like if you buy like a single serve protein drink. Yeah. It looks kind of like that and you would put it in the microwave and it would cook the tomato soup and it had a little twist top that you could open and close it. And you could open it and just drink your soup, like on the go.
0: That should that should be illegal. <laughs> Interesting.
1: So, so, like, in that way, like you know, if you're drinking your tomato soup that way, like it's definitely a beverage because you're not eating it with a spoon and you're not eating it with anything else. You know, I yeah, think if definitely. you're if you're putting a crap ton of crackers or like you know, so on and so forth in your tomato soup and you start eating it with cheese and it has like solid material in it. Then it becomes like
0: a soup that you're eating with a spoon here. Here's a thought. Is it considered a food when you need a beverage to accompany it? But if you can drink it on its own with no beverage like that, it becomes the beverage. But here's my thought process on this. Follow me. If I drink that, it's going to be salty. And I'm gonna want a drink, so therefore that's become my meal, and my drink is my beverage. Well, yeah, I was about to say if you can
1: drink any type of broth without needing to chase it with water or something, you're a monster.
0: A, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> at that point you can call it your beverage. You've earned it. I think that's the case. <laughs> fun um, fun fact: my wife hates it when I say the word beverage. I don't I don't know what it is. Like, I mean, do you say beverage like in normal conversation? I only say it because I worked at Chick-fil-A and when you're you're supposed to ask, <laughs> "Can what's I your get beverage? you a beverage?" <laughs> yeah, yeah, like you because a beverage is defined as any drink other than water. So are we saying water is not a beverage? Water is not a beverage by definition. So what's the definition of beverage? Uh, any drink other than water. <laughs> that's the definition of beverage. I'm, I'm sure it's not by the Like book. if I look it up and it doesn't say that, will you give me money? I don't have any money to give you, Ronald. <laughs> Let's see. A drink. Okay, a drink. Especially one other than water. So not only especially. other than water, especially <laughs> one. So I guess water is still a beverage, but it's especially one other. And that's like the actual definition. See, I'll let you. It's going to be reversed, but you can see No, there. I'm
1: looking at it now. Yeah, I can see it. Okay.
0: (laughs) It says especially. Especially. That's a strong word thrown in there. Dude, a simile to beverage is potation. Potation? I like that. Not really. Because I know it's coming off of like potion, maybe. But it also sounds kind of like potato. Well, I think it's potable. Like safe to drink potable water Potation. This this is a random question i'm not going to go down this rabbit hole much more after this but is there any amount of like liquid that can be squeezed out of a potato yes i know they're very dry so can you have potato quote-unquote potato water yeah and what you would can. it taste like probably very starchy <laughs> okay, I I'm sure I disgusted someone out there. I'm sorry. I'm pretty for- sure
1: you can actually buy like potato starch and I think it's like just dehydrated potato juice. Dehydrated potato juice. And it just leaves I'm the good. starches behind. I'm gonna pass. <laughs> All right. I just wanna wake up in the morning and
0: drink a big old glass of potato starch. <laughs> Yum. Yep. Oh man, I don't use milk for my cereal. I use <laughs> potato starch. Just want to go juice some potatoes. <laughs> okay, no, I'm done. <laughs> potatoes don't deserve this much love. <laughs> they got the iris through a famine. Now I I love them, but I'm not giving them this extra attention. Well, oh, uh, it's <laughs> Potatoes. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go into our first topic now. Um. <laughs> I gave my newborn child to a safe haven, and my family hates me for it. I'm a 16-year-old female. I gave birth two days ago, and my parents had zero interest in helping me raise a child I didn't want to have. I gave up the baby to a safe haven because I knew I couldn't be a good single mother, especially at my age. My family yelled at me that I wasted an opportunity to be mature and learn responsibility. They've been very hateful knowing the unfortunate circumstances around my pregnancy. I needed advice on how to deal with them. Also, a side note, I will not be revealing my circumstances as to why I got pregnant as it may re-traumatize me. Mm. Dude, that's crazy. Like,
1: Terrible parenting. First off, like props for keeping that kid you know, like Mm -hmm. props for keeping that baby. Like children are a blessing from the Lord, like regardless of circumstance. And I know that will pain and anger a lot of people to hear that, but in no way, shape or form can anybody ever excuse the murder of a child, even in the womb, you know, like it's crazy. I saw, I saw a video today and it was just like a normal newscast. And they were talking about babies' reactions, like in the womb to things, mm-hmm. and even like within the the second trimester, when you're looking at ultrasounds, you know you're obviously you're able to see features of the baby. And they like apparently some place was running some experimentation on just like testing hypotheses on like whether children were able to taste like what their mother was eating in the womb. Mm -hmm. And it showed a picture of like a baby's face resting in the womb. And then 20 minutes later, after the mother had eaten some carrots and the baby was smiling, (laughs) like, (laughs) like mood totally changed entirely. And what's crazy though, is even in that we can see men, babies react to pain in the womb. They react to stressors. They react to eating like when everybody that I know that's been pregnant, you know, they have never just spoken about their pregnancy as like an emotionless, lifeless fetus. Right. Yeah. They've always you always speak of it as a baby, like, oh, baby's hungry, like baby's upset. Baby doesn't want to do that. And a lot of that's comical, but a lot of it is also there's truth to it. You know, like we look at these things and it's like, man, there really is a life there. And people want to validate that there's life there until it it conflicts with what they want. You know, it's like law states that if you murder a pregnant woman, like that's a double homicide. Like you're murdering a child, you're murdering a baby. But then when you want to terminate that pregnancy, all of a sudden you're just eradicating a fetus. Nobody wants to talk about it being a baby anymore. And so in that, like, man, props to whatever traumatizing event you know, that, that girl experienced props to keeping that pregnancy and realizing like the sanctity of that life and realizing there are other avenues than just terminating the pregnancy. Like,
0: go ahead. I was going to say for your parents to say, like, you didn't have make you know, have an opportunity to mature. You already showed maturity and you made such a mature decision knowing that you couldn't give that baby, the life you maybe wanted it to have. Because they wouldn't help you and support you, but you realized it still deserved its life and you wanted to help it to achieve it. And that's a that's a really hard decision to make and a very mature one to make.
1: Yeah. And shame on your parents for saying that they're not going to help you with this baby. Yeah. Like that is ridiculous because even as somebody who is married and has a kid with their husband like needs help. Right. Mm -hmm. Like even like, you know, whenever either one of us couples has a kid, like Lord willing, some family members or community will be there present to help us raise that child because you need it. Like it takes a village to raise kids inside and outside of marriage, let alone being a girl, a 16 year old girl that experiences some type of trauma and is feeling already by herself, you know, like shame on your parents. For not coming to your side and helping out like that's not a maturity issue on your part that's a maturity issue on your parents' part, and so, man, thankfully, like moving forward to going into getting these things done with that safe haven man i I don't know like how do you
0: deal with your parents in that regard? what do you think I don't know that there's a lot you can do at sixteen years old you're still Legally, their child, and, and there's not much you can I do through legal routes. I know there are a lot of centers that will help girls who have gone through your situation. Um, like I know where I um live, we have a, a Choices Women Center that helps mm-hmm. people to make, you know, pro um pro life choices and make do what's best for their kids. And I'm sure centers like that would be open to helping people who have experienced those situations to cope with it and work through it. So I advise you to find something like that because, you know, this is one of the points where I'm not saying I always 100. I don't always agree with it, but where you having your own privacy and health could help you. You know, you can get help there no matter what, even if your parents don't want you to. And I'm saying you should respect your parents and honor your parents at all times, but there's certain points where if they're harming your health mentally or physically, you need to seek outside help.
1: Yeah. I mean, I would even, I would already say seek outside help. You know, if, if what your parents are doing and saying is only causing more trauma to your mental health, like, and to where you already are right now, like postpartum is already going to be brutal, you know, like that is not going to help your mental state at all. Like, seek a church. Like, seek a local church. And and I say that, like, as somebody who attends a church that would welcome you arms wide open. Oh, um, yeah. <clears throat> and I know there's this huge stigma around Christians and being like, oh, well, you got pregnant out of wedlock. You got pregnant at 16, so on and so forth. Like, screw that. Screw what people have to say about that. And screw the people that say they're Christians that fall into that category. You know, like find a local church like to anybody listening like if you are dealing with anything and you need help and you feel alone like get plugged into a church like regardless of what you believe just try it out and don't just try one church and and I hate that I have to say this but don't just try one church and then give up from there like yeah. there will be a church out there that will will serve and love and guide and minister with you and walk beside of you like regardless of where you're at you know like we we have couples in our church that like it made mistakes didn't make good decisions like got pregnant outside of wedlock like know that there were some errors there but even in that like even through that pregnancy like man we were there you know and we still want to be there like to do meal trains, to help out with food, to help out with diapers, to help out with childcare. Like, their churches are an incredible community and a tr- credible asset to provide for you where you need it, especially when your family is not there and your family is absent spiritually and your family is absent, you know, just toward your mental health. So, seek out a church, seek out a healthy church, a solid church. And if you don't know where to start, reach out to us. Like. Again, like our email is smalltalk.smallworldmedia at gmail.com. Reach out to us. Uh, we can do some research um, based on where you live, um, based on, you know, um, just where you're at and the churches that are around you We can kind of try to point you in the right direction and to some people that can get you some help. Um, but really, like, do that and take that, for, at least take a first step and give us a shot and the benefit of the doubt. And I can guarantee, yeah. like you will be in a lot better of a place than you are right now with toxic parents.
0: Well, well spoken. I don't have anything to add to that. I think you covered it very well. Uh, So on to our next topic, my fiance doesn't know the ring he gave me is fake. My fiancé is a 36-year-old male, proposed to me, 32-year-old female, with a ring that belongs to his late maternal grandmother. It's a strange situation because I had picked out a ring, nothing extravagant, I'm going to pronounce this word, uh, a moissanite. Solitaire set in gold, but his mother Most. offered him. <laughs> yeah, that's all I <laughs> can think about. But his mother offered him this ring instead. It's beautiful, but after some research, I learned that the ring is glass set in plated silver. There are a dozen of these rings on Poshmark, eBay, Etsy, etc., priced anywhere from twelve to fourteen dollars. I'm worried it's going to break. It's inexpensive, but quite old, and obviously means something to both my fiancé and his mother. I'm conflicted because they both think it's real. If I break it, I'm extremely clumsy and the glass is so fragile. How am I going to explain to them that the ring broke because it's fake? I found an almost identical ring on eBay, a Moissonette, solitaire set in 14k white gold, and purchased it for about $400. I like to wear the one I bought in the place of this, but it feels wrong. I don't know if I should tell my fiancé that the ring he gave me is fake. I know he'll feel terrible, and like I said earlier, it's not about the ring. Uh, It's not about the ring. Would I be a complete jerk if I put the ring he gave me somewhere safe and started wearing the more durable, moistenite ring? I don't think I could live with myself if I broke his grandmother's ring. Please help. Brownie face.
1: So, my first question is... If you found a ring that was identical to it, that was real, how do you know the one that you have is not real if you didn't get it tested?
0: Yeah. Maybe you can feel the difference.
1: Yeah. I don't know. Like, that was my first kind of like, well, if you didn't get it tested and you're just going based off of looks, like, I don't understand. But secondly, like, why were you doing research? You know, like if this is something that's sentimental to you or sentimental to your fiance, cool. something that belonged to you know so on and so
0: forth. It's like, what were your motives behind doing research? Like, I think she had already. Uh, maybe it's kind of like just one of those, just curious about why this happened thing. Because it sounds like they had already picked out a ring together. Then all of a sudden out of the woodworks is like, oh, here's this ring from my maternal grandmother, and you know. And I'm not saying she should have, like, went and researched it. You know, that wasn't the best thing to do. But sometimes curiosity, when you're already doing research like that, you've looked for rings and you've looked into different stuff, this and that kind of gets to you. So I can understand why it doesn't make it right. (laughs) Right. Because I think I think through that, it's like, oh, let me see how much this thing really worth. You know, yeah. it's, <laughs> let's but, not gonna let's not lie, Ronald. We've all gotten gifts before I mean, that's, Christmas that's, and looked up the price. of. It. Totally.
1: Well, I mean, that's what I'm saying. I'm thinking like, you know, I think the real motive there was like, let me see how much this thing's really worth. And I wonder how much of it is actually, oh, I don't want to break it versus, well, the one that I want is worth more than the one that I'm going to be wearing. Yeah. You know, Cause it's like, realistically, there's so much deceit happening, you know, yeah. and I think we we are all culprits of this, but females especially be as as being married to one <laughs> like that will <laughs> that will guarantee like and confirm y'all be overthinking too much, <sighs> like stop, stop overthinking, like just be transparent, have conversations. You know, like, because it really, it really doesn't, because I don't think for her, your fiance or their mother, I don't think the monetary value of this ring would change the sentimental value that it holds because it's not what it's worth. It's who the person that wore it was worth, you know, and I it's agree. like, okay, it's 14 bucks. So what? Like, this was my grandmother's and it's a big deal, you know? And so instead of being like, well, it's fragile. Like I could break it. Should I just hide it? No, because you're lying. Like you are now a liar. Like you're trying to deceive your fiance by not wearing something, even though your motives are good. Like you're just trying to, it's like each track is covering itself up. And all of a sudden somebody could be like, are you just ashamed of the ring? Yeah. You know, like when we lie, we're leaving the truth up for, for grabs in the distance (laughs) you know like Mm -hmm. it's not there it's not being handed to us people are having to grasp at straws for these things but if you just go hey like I was just you know looking up some details and some things about this ring like regardless of whether that offends you or not like be honest about it because I think that that first thing is like she doesn't want him to know that she was looking up details about this ring you know because she's being secretive about that well, be honest about it. Say, how hey, I was just, you know, doing some research on the ring. I thought it was really pretty, so on and so forth. And it seems to be really fragile. Um, I did see that I think I found a match for this ring and it really, you know, isn't worth super, super a lot. And it's just glass. And I'm afraid that the glass is going to break. Have that conversation. If it's like, well, it's more important to me that you wear it. I'm okay if it breaks and we we'll just replace it with another ring. Or, you know, this belonged to my grandmother. I would rather it be safe. Let's get you another ring and put this away for safekeeping. You know, like things don't have to be so deceitful because people are so rooted in fear of what somebody, how somebody else is going to respond. Like, just communicate and be honest. Like, hey, I've got this ring. Let's talk about like what I found out about it and explore these options together instead of being like, as I felt like that escalated so quickly, let me go buy a $400 mock ring. (laughs) She already bought it to wear and then hide this one.
0: That's ridiculous. That
1: That doesn't make any sense. You know, just communicate with your fiance, wear the ring or don't wear the ring and come to a common ground together instead of being deceitful. Because if you're willing to be deceitful about this stuff, Like, what does that say about the trust between you two going into your marriage? Like, right now, there's no trust, there's no communication, right? And that's like the foundation for a good marriage. So, you need to be able to have these conversations and say, Hey, like, I found that this really, I don't know that it's worth a lot. So, let's talk about what we want to do with it because of moving forward and if it breaks or not. Like, are you okay if it breaks? Because I feel like I'm a little rough with my jewelry. Would you rather me wear it just for sentimental value? Or would you rather keep it because it belonged to your grandmother and we find something a little bit more sturdy for me?
0: Like, that is as
1: simple. That's as simple as it has to be. But instead, we got to go buy a $400 freaking ring and then hide this one belonged to our fiance's grandmother because we're scared to have a
0: conversation. And then the ring's going to be hidden somewhere. You're going to forget about it and it's going to get broken because someone actually switched the box. Yeah, it's just crazy. I'm done. I quit. (laughs) <laughs> no, it's very extra. Um, But, you know, worse comes to worse. Someone mentioned in the comments, you can just go to get protection on the ring, and when they appraise it, you're both going to find out how much <laughs> it costs either way. <laughs> like, for real, dude. Yeah, absolutely. And, like, man, people listening, take
1: that as a regard for everything, even outside of rings. Like, if you are afraid of what somebody else thinks or is going to say about a particular thing, stop letting your fear overtake the, like the honest and truthful way out. (laughs) You know, even though that is the, that is the hardest way mentally to do things, but it's actually the easiest way in the long run, because the longer you try to cover up lies and deceit and like, even if they're like half truths or white lies, you know, like the truth will always come out. And then you end up having to cover more tracks than if you were just honest in the first place. Like be honest with each other, but be honest in love. Don't be like, what is this piece of crap? Like $12 ring you gave me, (laughs) you know, but be like, Hey, like I genuinely, you know, I think this ring is a little bit cheaper than we realized and I don't want it to break. Like that communicates so much better than what the heck is this piece of crap you got me, you know, like communicate things honestly, but in grace and truth. And I like, man, that is that's going
0: to be the theme of our episode today. <laughs> she's beauty and she's grace. She's Miss United States. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> uh, so speaking of competitions, we have something going on in our area that involves a lot of competitions, a lot of rides, a lot of food, and that is the state fair. Ronald, what is your opinion on the state fair? are you a ride or die with the state fair or could you care less?
1: Well, I'm a ride and die because I'm (laughs) a fluffy man. So if I ride anything, I'm going to die. (laughs) And so I feel, so we just, we just stick to the Turkey legs and the desserts and all the (laughs) food and drinks that are offered at the state fair because your boy has seen the carnies that work, the state fair and the rides that exist at the state fair. And if you have to assemble and disassemble something every single, every two weeks or every week, I'm not about it. I don't not trust about it. it. I don't, I don't trust it. So.
0: Well, I enjoy the state fair. I also enjoy like the, um, sorry, something, something bit me. It felt like. I hope not um, We're going to just uh, have a quick prayer session To pray that I don't die in this next few minutes From a spider bite um, No, anyway at That's the-, the Pentecostal innate <laughs> <laughs> We're going to lay uh, some hands on this bug bite Yeah, we need to lay some hands on this bug bite Real quick <laughs> Um, but anyway, I that lost my train of thought. I like the um to go look at the competition stuff too, like the the largest yeah, oh pumpkin yeah. and the uh the animals. That's always fun. I used to ride the rides when I was a kid, but as you get to be an adult and um, uh, fluffy, as you said, it becomes more dangerous, and you get more common sense, and you're like, I shouldn't be on this. This is a risk of my life moment, and it's not worth it, especially for the prices I have to pay to risk my life. So, but there's also like the, um, the building where you go and you have all the vendors and mm-hmm. they give away free stuff sometimes. And they had like this muscadine smoothie one time and I've never had it again, but it was the best thing I've ever had. And I haven't tracked it down.
1: Yeah, I do agree. I think the, the attractions and show stuff, you know, is, is definitely really cool. Um, my cousins show animals at the state yeah. fair, um, that was really cool to get to meet up with them every once in a while and to see everything that's going on. <clears throat> I actually, I want to say it was either, I want to say it was either 20, it had to have been either 2018 or 2019. We went to the state fair and actually saw Rhett and Link perform for free, Oh wow, which was really cool. Um, they came down and did a free show for the state fair. We waited in line for like two hours. Uh, but we're able to get in because it was first come first serve. So they just like they capped it as soon as the room was full and the line was
0: unbelievably long. I, I believe it. That sounds like cr- crazy. I um. Well, go ahead. You go ahead. Yeah, you go. You go.
1: So, but also <laughs> be wary of state fair food because I don't know if you guys have seen this. I saw this earlier this week, but there's don't a viral tick. <laughs> there's a viral TikTok going around. And basically it's just a nice heads up to like, don't eat anything that you're not able to see it being prepared because there, somebody took a video of the, one of the caramel apple stands and this guy like got this apple, dried it off with his sweatshirt and then stuck it in the caramel, took it out and then licked his fingers and proceeded to grab another apple with his bare hands and the fingers that he just licked.
0: Oh, no. And it has
1: gone so viral. And people have said that they've contacted the health department. And I think that that stand has been shut down. It might have been like Candy World or something like that. Um, But it was just like a standalone stand um, at the state fair. So just make sure you guys are (laughs) paying attention, doing your your due diligence, Um, because that is not to say everybody is is dirty and not taking care of and paying attention to things at the state fair. You know, I think. That happens everywhere, unfortunately. But I think a lot of the the vendors are doing a good job of that. So, man, go take your family, enjoy your time. Um, I think Thursday is actually the canned food day. So, if you guys are low on funds and still want to go to the state fair this week, make sure I think it's like some somewhere between six to ten cans or something. Uh, get you in for free. So make sure you guys bring your canned food if you want to avoid paying for a ticket.
0: Oh, awesome! How much are tickets? $20. Um, Let me check. State fair price check. Um, I was buying a pickle at the state fair one time for my wife. She just, you know um but anyway, neither here nor there. They thought I was sixteen <laughs> and I was like twenty two at the time. And I was like <laughs> they're like, Yeah, I was like, Yeah, this is this is from my wife. They're like, You're married? And I'm like, Yeah. So So tickets at the gate. That's why I hide the bottom half of my face. Tickets at the gate are thirteen dollars. Thirteen dollars?
1: That's not bad. And then for kids age six to twelve, it's seven dollars. Kids under five are free. Oh. Well And if you're if you're a single if you're a senior adult listener, you just get in for
0: for five dollars. I'm sixty (laughs) five. I mean, I might can pull off the, the 12 and under. <laughs> <laughs> no, no way. All right. Well, I hope you all have fun at the State Fair. I know I have a good time when I go. Um, It is stressful to navigate the rally traffic and parking. But once you get through that part, it's a grand old time. So if you have someone else who can drive you, do it. <laughs> um, But, Ronald, do you have anything else to say to our listeners before we head out? Um, so just to
1: confirm Thursday, October twentieth, uh, if you bring six cans of food, you can get uh into the fair for free. Awesome. So just as a heads up. Um but yes, other than the that North Carolina State Fair. Yes, North Carolina State Fair. The superior um, state fair. Absolutely. It's so good. Um but yeah, I mean, just as you know, you guys are are on your way to work or on the way to school, you know, to and from, in the car, or even just at home listening. Uh, and we really do pray that some of the things that we spoke about today uh, speak to you, you know, things like the sanctity of life or, or seeking a local church body in the, in the Lord for for guidance and sustenance. You know, we don't want these things just to be taken lightly or, you know, just to be a passing glance for you. You know, really uh, dig in, uh, seek questions uh, for your answers, you know, even if that's emailing some random podcast that you've come across and you know don't even know who these two stupid guys are like you you never get answers for things unless you don't ask so yep. you know we really want to
0: dig into the word and dig into the state fair food
1: <laughs> that's right <laughs> so and we'll leave it at that uh, once again if you guys have any questions comments or concerns always email us at smalltalk.smallworldmedia at gmail.com And uh, we would love to to dig into
0: any of those questions and, you know, talk about stuff on the podcast. Yeah. And make sure to leave us a five star review on anywhere that's possible or like it. Um, Anything means anything to us. We just appreciate everyone. And this has been Small Talk. And I hope you all have a great rest of your week. Later, guys.